experience. I don't think it qualifies as a true Mandela effect because there isn't a large group of people who remember this or misremember this. But, um, first of all, what is the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect is like a mass misremembering of an event. And it's named the Mandela effect because evidently there's just a ton of people out there who remember that Nelson Mandela died in jail in the 80s. So there was a big funeral. His wife spoke at it. I personally do not have that memory. I do not remember Nelson Mandela dying, and in fact, he has not. Um, he's a spry old man, I, I believe. I don't know. Maybe he has died now. He was an old fella. At any rate, um, it's not part of my memory that he died in the 80s. Uh, but so many people have said they remember that, that this phenomenon has been named the Mandela Effect. Um, then other examples of the Mandela Effect are the Berenstein Bears. We all remember the Berenstein Bears, but if you go back and look, it says Berenstain Bears. So people were like, ooh, it changed, you know. Curious George uh, no longer has a tail. Remember when he had a tail and now he doesn't. The Monopoly Man doesn't have a monocle. He used to have a monocle, and now he doesn't. Um, these are all examples of the Mandela Effect because lots of people share this memory or faulty memory. And there's different explanations for why this happens. Like, one of them has to do with the type of memory it is. Like, there's gist memory, and then there's verbatim memory. And... Gist memory is like, I got the gist of it, there's a, a board game, and there's like a rich guy with a top hat and stuff like that, I get that gist, um, and then the verbatim would be, you know, the top hat, a cane, a monocle, whatever his accessories were. Um, so sometimes the verbatim memory, since it's stored in this neat computer of our brain, gets uh, a little wonky. Um, we got the gist of it, we got the concept, Berenstein Bears, same thing there. Um, but then when you go back and you see how it's actually spelled, it's like, oh, Berenstein. One of those that gets me is Oscar Mayer, because I feel, I mean, I was a spelling bee kid, you know, like I won spelling bees, and I feel like I strongly remember the song to the Oscar Mayer jingle went M-E-Y-E-R. But evidently, it's M-A-Y-E-R. Um, so that's one where it's got me. Well, there's like all these different theories about how this happens or why this happens. And one of them is that uh, when the Large Hadron Collider in France was fired up uh, around, somewhere around the year 2000, that the scientists who found the God particle and uh, did like a little miniature Big Bang, that they inadvertently split the universe into different realities. And they were doing this over and over again because they were doing tests with the machinery. So the theory is that, you know, maybe the little changes happened every time they did that. Like we kept sliding into other realities or just, I don't know, different, different changes were made. Um, then there's a the theory that uh, we're in a simulation, and uh, 
the supercomputers that are running our simulation, that they go back and change things. Like they, ret they retcon them retroactively. What's the con part of retcon? Um, construct? Uh, let's go back and rewrite history, essentially. Um, now, why a programmer would go back and change the spelling of a brand of bologna? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that has to do with anything. That seems really silly. Um, but the reason why I'm sharing all this today about the Mandela Effect, and I highly urge you, if this is a new concept to you, to go and look it up because there's a lot of things that people misremember and they do so as a group. You know, oh yeah, I remember that, I remember that. And and then they're convinced, you know, that reality has changed. Well, nothing like this had happened to me until I was watching the show Community this year. And I'm almost hesitant to even share this story because my family is so tired of hearing it. They really kind of think I've cracked, but community changed. Now, it's not like I'm the biggest community fan in the world, but I have watched it before, and it wasn't something that I watched when I was a little kid, so it's not like the Oscar Mayer jingle or Berenstein Bears or anything like that. It's something that I saw as an adult. I've rewatched lots of sitcoms, you know, the binge watching thing. I've rewatched Friends with my son. I've rewatched The Office multiple times, Parks and Rec multiple times. Um, because I like the comfort of seeing a show that I've seen before and I like the characters and you know, I want to be around the people that are on the show. It just it makes me feel um, secure. And so I turned on community for that same experience and I kept waiting for Chevy Chase to be written off the show because, in my memory, Chevy Chase was on the show for the first season and then he said some racist things and some off-color things and he got fired from the show. Well, as I'm watching the show, he's on there, he's on there, he's on there, and I'm enjoying it. The show is great. Uh... But there's a lot that I don't remember, like episode after episode after episode that I do not remember. And I used to be known for having this, you know, almost photographic memory, which, you know, that superpower seems to have faded a little bit as I near my 50s. But it's just very unusual for me to choose something that I feel like I'm going to be familiar with and then realize I'm not familiar with it. All the characters were familiar, but the storylines, the plots, the episodes, like, I know I've seen this before, so how come I don't remember any of this? And Chevy Chase was still on the show. So, um, eventually I just got out my phone and I looked it up, like, okay, at what point does Chevy Chase get fired? And it says, not until after season four or season five and that, that was when he quit the show and not only was it no longer Chevy Chase's fault now it was because Dan Harmon said some things that he shouldn't have said and I've granted Dan Harmon is kind of a kook but you know he's the showrunner 
so that part of reality changed. I'm going to pause the story for a second because I'm running an errand and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So we were just talking about Dan Harmon and how he was the showrunner of Community. Well, now, um, you know, it seems that most of the blame is on Dan for having caused the rift with Chevy Chase and the stories of how he treated Chevy are just heinous. Uh, So Chevy Chase kind of looks like the good guy now. But at any rate, I will tell you this. The show is much funnier than the first time I watched it. So did I slip into an alternate universe? Did the show get retconned? Is it a Mandela effect situation where I misremembered five years worth of seasons? That last one seems really unlikely because it's just not how my mind works. But in addition to the show being much, much better than it was the last time I watched it. I won't even go into the fact of, like, there's so many famous people doing cameos in it. And I know it's common for people to go back and say, oh, I didn't realize so-and-so was in this show. That's why I'm not even going into that. That's I'm just 100% going to chalk that up to, I just didn't know who Brie Larson was at the time, or I didn't know who this one was or that one was. I didn't realize... John Oliver was in it quite so much. I remember John Oliver being in, like, one or two episodes, not, like, five seasons. But at any rate, um, the show now, Community, involves so many, like, quantum physics and alternate reality plot lines. There's a whole subplot with uh, an evil Abed and, like, evil Jeff and, uh, you know evil, Britta, all this stuff that I definitely do not remember from the first one. The first one, I strongly remember the pillow fort versus the blanket fort. I remember that there were two blanket fort episodes. I remember some of the paintball. I remember Jeff and Britta, the episode where they had sex, and I believe that's the paintball one. Um, And I remember that Jeff and Annie ended up together. Those things I remember strongly. I do not remember, like I said, so many episodes of Chevy Chase. I do remember the one where he died, and he was, like, turned into the vapor things. I don't think I remembered the one where his house was, like, haunted. It was like a Scooby-Doo caper. There were just a, this, most of the episodes I don't remember at all. I definitely don't remember the claymation um I don't remember the alternate Dean. I really struggle with the John Goodman subplot. I I really struggle with, like, did I see that the first time or not? But um, mostly when I think about, like, the episode where they roll the dice and there's, like, the worst timeline and that's where the evil Abed and evil Troy and all that come from, that one feels very telling to me. It feels like... Dan Harmon got the chance to retcon his own show. And he went back and he made it just so incredibly brilliant, including all of this, you know, timey-wimey alternate reality stuff. 
and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, this is the same guy who went on to write Rick and Morty. And Rick and Morty is all about these two characters jumping from dimension to dimension. It's absurd. It's over the top. It's grotesque. But it feels very authentic because wouldn't it be absurd and grotesque to meet different versions of yourself and see how those different versions of those different worlds are tweaked? So I went on to the internet, as people do, and I went to the Reddit community for the Mandela Effect, and and it was like, there's a thread, it's like, you know, hey, what new Mandela Effects were discovered this week? I put that out there, it didn't even get a single upvote, somebody downvoted it. It was just like, okay, Uh, maybe I'm not describing it well enough, or whatever, but not a peep of interest. And I found another board on Reddit a few weeks later. It was called Retconned. And evidently, if you feel like you've been retconned, it's like, it's kind of like you're in a simulation. The programmers went in and they, they dropped an update on the program, but for some reason you didn't get the update installed. So you still remember things from before the update. So I remember the old community, and then an update got dropped that everyone else remembers, but I didn't get that update. (laughs) And I was like, well, okay, I guess this is more of a retcon situation than a Mandela effect, since it's not a big group of people misremembering this with me. So I went ahead and I shared it to the retcon thread, because I'm like, all right, you know, I'm already out there kind of flapping on the edge of the limb of of the crazy tree. Might as well just post it here and see if anybody answers back. And a few people did answer back that they remember Chevy Chase getting fired after the first season for saying racist or and off color things to the staff and um they they too remember that. And nobody else seems to be making the connection between Dan Harmon and the and having more than one time travel and alternate reality show. But I feel like, you know, what if somehow Dan Harmon slipped through the simulation or the alternate universe or the mini Big Bang from the Large Hadron Collider, whatever, and he remembers. And that's why he's writing these things. And now I'm going to go one cuckoo's nest further and say maybe he remembers these things and he's writing these things and maybe from some glitch of the code there are other people named Harmon, such as myself, who did not get the software update because maybe we go in alphabetical, maybe there's some sort of alphabetical connection. So, yeah. Okay, thus ends my audition for Crazy Town. This is the only, like, half-cocked theory that I'm sitting on lately, and it's probably the craziest thing that I have 
felt was true-ish in the past 20 years. But I keep looking into it, like what causes this effect? And I wish that I could just blame it on that gist and verbatim memory in my brain. But it just feels too much like these other details line up for me to just write it off as my meat computer, you know, having a short circuit. It feels like there's more to it than that. And I don't want to live in an alternate universe. I One reality is more than enough. But it does make me wonder. So, have you ever experienced a Mandela effect? Have you been retconned? Hit me up. Leave me a message. Um, no theory is too crazy. And you can leave me a message. There's a link in the information about this podcast. That's all I got for you today, folks. Take care, and I don't know, keep on the good foot.